Hey, so um, I got in a car accident. Uh, again, another one, I know, super dramatic. Um, for those of you who've been around for a little while, uh, I got in just a terribly dramatic car accident at the beginning of last year. This one is not that exciting. Um, it's not that stressful and it's not that life-changing, but I've just written up my big catch-up post and I was going to do a podcast just sort of covering it all verbally. Um, but actually, I think I'll just tell this one story from it because, well, I guess it has the most shock value. So if you want to hear the rest of the stories of the month, you're going to have to just read the blog post. Um, or don't. Like, this is really the most interesting one, I promise. Also, I got a new mic cover, so if, you, if I'm sounding particularly fresh, particularly crisp, crisp, that's why. Anyway, on with the story. Um, so, how did we get here? Uh, how did I get from my car is broken, which I think I said in the last, last podcast, to uh, I was in a car accident. And the line is not as definitive as you might think it is. So basically, I'd planned to go home over the uni break for a few reasons. One, because, you know, why wouldn't I? I was mad homesick. I hadn't been home since like mid-April and uh, I know that's not a long time but considering last year I was away from home for like more than six months with lockdown and everything and then I had COVID and I got all homesick because I had to look after myself and I was just feeling really burnt out and drained with the uni semester so as soon as uni ended I think I spent like a like a week still in Wollongong like I had to work or whatever and then I was like okay I have to be home for my sister's baby shower, which was on the Sunday of the week I got home. So I thought, uh, while I'm here, I might as well, you know, spend some time around. Uh, the plan was initially for me to just drive myself home and drive myself back probably within a week of each other. But I ended up staying in Dubbo for just under two weeks because my brother, after having heard about my car breaking down, obviously, um, came and he picked me up and then went back to Dubbo and then I waited until he had a work trip to Oberon and Oberon is about halfway between Dubbo and Wollongong so he said he'd go to this work trip I could tag along and then we'd just drive the rest of the way to Wollongong after that. So uh, we woke up the morning that we're meant to go up to Wollongong at around like 5 30 in the morning uh, and then we have to drop my mum to work and get some fuel and get some breakfast and we'll be on our way. Um, so we're in the car to take mum to work. And I'm like, dude, like you don't, you don't break soon enough and you go a bit fast and uh, it kind of hadn't been too much of a worry to me on the way home to Dubbo because we had a trailer on the back so he had to go slow and he had to break sooner. And I said to him like, you know, my accident really taught me where the holes were in my my driving skill and I said a little joke I said like you need like a serious accident to learn you know how not to drive I'm not saying I manifested this car accident but I kind of did uh anyway but we head off to Oberon and we get to this factory and see I don't know why I thought this but um up until like we got there I thought that the, what was happening was we were going to Oberon 
the boys were gonna fit a kitchen in there somewhere and I was just gonna have to like hang out and explore Oberon for the day or like sit in the car or whatever but we get there it is freezing just just freezing arctic terribly terribly nose snapping cold uh it's like two degrees or something for context just so you know how cold nose snapping cold is we go inside and we check in and i come to understand that what's actually happened is that we are on a little work excursion to um the borg factory in oberon which it's basically a factory that makes like chipboard like the stuff that they make furniture out of uh so you see the whole process of like they make the wood chippings that are inside of the the white casing that they make for the desk panels and stuff i don't know it's hard to explain but it's, it was really really cool actually it was a just huge and be you know really interesting in terms of the the equipment that they use and the technology and uh even for me who's like not very stem minded at all i was having a great time and i took like a million photos and they told me hey there are some parts of this factory you can't take photos of because the equipment or the designs in them that we've used are someone else's intellectual property which is really, really, really interesting. But anyway, these boys had gone on this work excursion. I'm like the only, I'm the only female in the room. I'm surrounded by like 15 guys, like middle-aged dudes. And I'm like feeling very out of place, but also just what a quirky little time. Um, so I go around, everyone else is like very interested having a time of their lives. I'm like just taking photos because everything's huge and it was just really like visually interesting. Anyway, so we get done at this factory thing, this factory tour it was. Um, and we jump in the car and we leave, we left a little bit early and then, you know, I ring my dad, just say, Hey, like we're, we're on the way we're you know, all good, all safe, blah, blah, blah. He's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, drive safe, blah, blah, blah. I hang up the phone with my dad and he's just told us to drive safe. And we probably doing about 75, 80 on like this country road and we've sort of accidentally gone left where we should have gone right or something. And so we've, we're sort of being led through this back way by the, the, the GPS and there's this really sharp corner coming out of Oberon. Uh, we went around it and it was slightly a bit too fast. And I think my brother just sort of went like, oh, shit, I'm a bit close to the other side of the road going through this, this corner. And he's gone to correct it because we're going too fast. Uh, we've swerved and the ute flipped. Um, so obviously this was my brother's car and not my car. My car was safely at home in Dubbo, in like my sister's boyfriend's workshop. So to sort of recount, I've felt the car lose traction with the road and we've sort of skidded out onto the other side of the road and um, sort of spun at first, which is a very familiar feeling to me. Uh, not a very familiar, but I did it that one time. 
Um, and I'm like just sort of bracing to hit a tree or something. Um, but we didn't hit a tree. We just like rolled over. It was actually, you know, we saw the the dash cam footage and it looks so gentle. It just looked like the car just fell over. Um, it was quite scary, but I, I can't say that I was surprised by the irony of it. Um, but, you know, I've, I've closed my eyes. I tend to close my eyes whenever something scary is going on. Like, if I'm watching, like, a horror movie, I'm doing it with my eyes closed. <laughs> um, if I'm on a, a scary ride, I'm just going to close my eyes. Anything scary, I just close my eyes. I've opened my eyes and I'm like, oh, shit, like we're alive um it was a very quick quick process i'm walking you through my thought process but this happened all in like a matter of seconds obviously um i've gone shit we're like alive like i I look beside me my brother is so the ute is like on its side so the ground is uh closest to the driver's seat so my brother was like sideways on the ground I guess and you know he looks around he goes oh shit like we're alive blah 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 he stands up and he climbs out and he holds the door open for me and I'm like bro like I'm stuck in my seatbelt I cannot get out this seatbelt will not undo I can't do it uh eventually something clicks over on my little little pea brain and I go okay I just need to take the tension off of it before it'll let me out Um, So I've sort of manoeuvred myself out of the seat to sort of stand on the driver's side window and get, like, my weight off of the seatbelt and then, you know, struggled for a bit longer and then I got out. Um, I know that logistically when I get out of this car, I probably will not be able to get my other things until much later. So I go, what in this car do I need? And I find my camera and I found my phone, but not until after going, my phone's lost. I can't find my phone. Uh, It was just under the chair. It's a bit cracked. It's a bit bruised up, but um, she survived. But I get out Um, and climb down the car and jump back off of it. And there's like these two guys who've uh, stopped. There's an older guy and then it wasn't his son. It was like like a, I want to say it was like 18 year old sort of apprentice, like they were work buddies, they were contractors, so they're just being, you know, sent around to fit fences and do like weird odd jobs for country folk. They pulled over and uh, I don't think they were from Oberon, but they were from around the area, so they were like, you know, talking to us, calming us down, asking us like what happened, blah blah blah. We find out this is quite a common occurrence where people have spun out on this corner and that's backed up by, you know, the the remnants of other cars around the place where we flipped. Um, there were, like, other people's bull bars, other people's um, tyre caps, etc, etc. Um, and, you know, it's, it's Australia and it's the country, so every single car that goes past stops and asks if we're all right and blah, blah, blah. These two guys, like, they're like, hey, you can go sit in the ute, which is great, because, again, it is two degrees and I am freezing my ass off and I am also very stressed, just trying not to cry or throw up or something. 
Anyway, I sit there for a number of hours. My my mum calls, my dad calls, etc., etc. Um, my phone's, you know, about to go flat. Obviously, my charger's in the car, so I'm just, like, savouring my battery. And then, like, I'm sitting here in the suit waiting for these police to come because they come in from, from Bathurst, not from Oberon, because Oberon, I think, had, like, one police officer. It's a very small town. So we had to wait maybe an hour and a half for the police to come in from Bathurst. I'm just sitting here with my camera trying to mind my business because my phone is flat. I'm just bored shitless really. This whole story is about me being bored shitless and freezing cold because my coat was in the flipped car. Uh, I didn't process that as being important for some reason and I had an Udi but it was in the car. So anyway, the police are here and they talk to my brother and they sort of suss out what they need to do and they end up calling a tow company to get this car towed back to Bathurst um, where they had like a wrecker yard uh, where it could be kept. And this whole time my brother is really optimistic about getting this car back on the road and getting to Wollongong and I'm like, dude, it's not going to happen. We get towed back to Bathurst and I'm again I just sit in this I sit in the ute the broken down ute because it's like freezing cold outside it's dark by this point they eventually are like hey guys we're closing the wrecker yard there's nothing we can do about this car today you guys are just gonna have to leave and we're like okay cool sure um for a little while I think the plan was to either just get me on the train or to find somewhere to stay for the night and just deal with it the next morning. But my dad had just finished work back in Dubbo and decided to come up and rescue us and take us up to Wollongong. So that meant that we had a few hours on our hands where we had to wait for him to get there. And we were just trying to find somewhere to like wait and the thing about it was that, like, it's freezing cold. I, at this point, have retrieved my Udi from the car. And we had to take all of the things that I was bringing back to Wollongong with me. So I had, like, a suitcase and an overnight bag. And I think, like, a tote bag and two camera bags. And a laptop bag, actually. Um, and we, you know, drape this all over ourselves. And it is raining. It is cold. We're in Bathurst where we don't know anything and, you know, the wreckers is a far way out of town anyway. So we literally walked from this wrecker yards to probably about two Ks, um, just sort of wandering around um, and then eventually ended up at this servos and called a taxi and they dropped us to McDonald's where we waited the however else long we had to for dad to get there and I would just like to say thank you to <laughs> to Bathurst McDonald's for being so hospitable for being so lovely so understanding um carrying around all of my belongings I'm in an woody I look absolutely wrecked famished blah 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 um but it all turned out dad came and got us and we went up to Wollongong and here I am Anyway, usual outro, uh, remember to like, follow, share, whatever the, whatever you can do on whatever device or whatever platform you're using. Um, thank you for listening and see you next time. Bye.